Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hi everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. We're recording from Paris, France. I'm Naïm, professional ceremony officiant based in Paris, aka the city of love. And I created this show for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner or photograph, musicians, DJ, florist, catering chef, venue owner, famous chefs working in big hotels or small restaurants, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insights about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. Today, my guest is Katerina Meviel, a wedding planner based in Paris. Katerina plans weddings and elopements in Paris since 2016. She's been working with an international clientele of couples from all over the world. Besides that, Katerina is also a wife, mom, champagne lover and a castle fan, as you will hear. In this episode, we'll talk about the importance of having a planner for your day and also the cultural difference that you can observe when you're planning an event in France, coming from abroad and much more. So without further ado, please welcome Katerina, the so special wedding planner. Katerina, welcome to the show. Hi, hello from Paris. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for taking the time to come with me and uh, have a chat. This is a special episode today because we're going to spend probably more than one episode together. Mm -hmm. And Perfect. that makes Sounds it good. very special. And actually, that's the name of your business. This is called So Special Events. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, sure. So Special Events is a brand that has been born Uh, four years ago, I work with international clientele that comes from all over the world. Uh, most of my couples come from United States, but some of them also come from Australia, China, United Kingdom. We I mostly work in Paris and Parisian region, so all the places like castles, uh, hotels, palaces, private mansions, etc., etc. Beautiful. So all those places uh, will be yours uh, for your celebration. <laughs> so that's your your wedding planner. Yes, I'm the you, wedding planner for since four years now. Four years, right? And the thing that I wanted to ask you first, when I was talking to you about about what you do, is you are specialized in elegant weddings and celebrations but you also do like elopements and intimate very small little parties yes exactly uh, right. i do all sort of events uh, i do elopements for two people when it's just a couple coming or with a very close uh with a very close friends of their like four six uh, ten people i do uh plan intimate weddings with like 20 to 30 guests mm -hmm. and i also plan like a wider crazier party with with 150 plus guests so it really depends on your wishes on your envies on your requirements most of the time uh there are smaller parties when when two people in a couple come from from abroad mm -hmm. Often I also work with mixed couples when one of two is French. Oh, so in okay. That, in that case, uh, like, like half of the guests 
number would come from the French party, from the French side, mm -hmm. so they would be locally here. So this is when I have um, bigger events with 115 plus guests. But yes, typically I plan events for 30 to 80 people. Okay, and how do you manage to, to keep this level of elegance? Because I was looking at your website and it is a very elegant, everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> the level that you have is you still have it in very small elopements and intimate party and also to the wide range like big events 100 p 150 plus people how do you do that well basically i'm very passionate about my work and i'm absolutely passionate about the french locations mm -hmm. there are so many beautiful spots to where you can celebrate your event be it wedding or any other private event uh, I agree there with are that. so many gorgeous castles uh which do not really exist in other parts of the world. Uh, we are lucky here in France and in Europe in general to have uh, so many beautiful locations. And because there are so many of them, they are very competitive, so the prices are quite interesting. Um, and after conversations I had with some of my brides from United States, for instance, mm -hmm. they were saying like the prices in France are just so competitive comparing to the prices that you normally would expect to have in the US. Okay. Um, so yes, once you have selected your location, which is probably like the biggest investment when you plan your wedding, mm -hmm. once you have this beautiful, gorgeous backdrop, all the other components are easy to balance and to, to harmonize with the venue. Uh, but because of the gorgeousness and the splendor and the beauty of all those spots, uh, it creates the, um, the mood and the ambience and the vibe of the event. So it's easy for people to, to feel wowed. It's easy for them to be relaxed. And it's an absolutely unique experience that you can have in France. Uh, where basically you can party in the same place where like super powerful kings like two or three Absolutely. 400 years ago were partying mm. with their <laughs> friends and ministers and like, royalties <laughs> so it's true. very impressive like it, it's very impressive on both sides and in, like in all the terms it's impressive mm -hmm. because because it's beautiful and like people are human beings we are very sensitive to the beauty especially on our wedding day and it's also very impressive because these places are often full with the history and you touch these walls you touch the furniture and you feel the history absolutely and it's absolutely amazing feeling <laughs> i agree with that we have a tendency um, i'm french I'm, i'm born and raised in paris we have this tendency to forget how important the history of our country is exactly you're you tend to be bored in school to be like oh yeah kings and all that Blah, blah, blah. But actually, when you see all these beautiful settings uh, mm -hmm. that you're talking about, I agree with you. You can feel the history, right? Exactly. And you do not really have it in other parts of the world. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's true. It's more like a well, kind of a European thing, I would it's say. It's a European thing, yeah. definitely. But And France is better. Yeah. <laughs> France is better because you have got a different vibe of the chateau. Mm -hmm. They are more splendid. They're less romantic and more impressive. Right. Uh, and there are so many of them. So you've got like a huge choice of different venues, be it a medieval castle with like a more masculine and rustic feel, be it a very elegant, very feminine castle. You've got so many options. Mm -hmm. um, so it's easy to, to make your decision based on the vibe you want to create. Right. And what's your, uh, what's your favorite region, by the way? Or do you have a sp special favorite place or chateau or anything um, that you have in mind? 
I love Parisian region because there are so many beautiful chateaus historically. Uh, mm -hmm. The court, like the royal court, was based in Paris uh, or Versailles. So this is why many of like splendid mansions and castles and chateaux, they are all based near Paris because mm -hmm. people needed to be close to the king. Absolutely. Um, so yes, definitely Paris and Parisian region is my favorite ones in terms of... Um, in terms of uh, aesthetics, but also in terms of how easy it is to work here. Mm -hmm. You've got loads of vendors that would be English speaking, right. uh, comparing like to other regions where, when it, where, where it's less the case. <laughs> I also love Parisian region and Paris itself for its logistical convenience. When you travel from overseas, you don't want to spend any extra days or hours taking a train or taking like a regional plane or driving That's right. uh, to, to the location of the event. When you already spend like six or 10 hours on the plane, mm -hmm. you want to get to to your hotel or to the event like to the place of the event as soon as you can which is only possible in paris uh, there are other beautiful regions like bordeaux is amazing Provence is splendid mm -hmm. they all have got like slightly different vibes from paris or parisian region but uh, for instance even if i love Provence, it's a headache to get there especially if you travel from not from europe mm -hmm. uh, because you have to, there are no direct flights to marseille marseille well, which so is one of the main cities in paris exactly. in, in, in france so so you have to travel to Paris first and then you have to either take a plane to Marseille or you have to take a train to Marseille and then you probably have to drive for another hour or two or maybe oh. three hours. So unless you take all your guests for a week mm -hmm. of, uh, of a celebration, celebration. Um, I think it might be just be too complicated for them. This is why I really recommend for those people who are very busy, whose friends are busy, when you only have got like a very limited number of uh, holidays per year, I really recommend to stay around Paris because it gives you so much more flexibility and uh, it's logistically, it's much more easier. All right. Yeah, that's pretty interesting because, yeah, a lot of foreigners, Americans, Australians are willing to have their celebration of their special day uh, in France because of everything that we, we were saying. But usually they're like super, super stressed because of the these kind of details. And they want to know what's going to happen beforehand. Exactly. Because we know that American people or any, any other foreigner in the world except the French people are much more organized <laughs> than us. I agree with that. Yeah, welcome to France. Yeah, yeah you have to be autocritical <laughs> with yourself. So yeah, yeah exactly. uh, especially like you were saying, I think you're right. When you only have like a 10 days vacation, uh, you want to spend it wisely. It's very important to have someone to to let you know all these kind of details. Yes, definitely. And also the, the other thing which is important to know about Provence, for instance. Myself, mm -hmm. I got married in Provence, so I'm, nice. I'm telling from the personal experience. <laughs> People in Provence are super cool. They are right. super laid back and they kind of don't care about your wedding. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're talking about the, the vendors. Right, or, uh, or even the, most, like the mostly venue owners, right. but sometimes vendors as well, because okay. like that's the different mentality. They are not in a rush. They are cool. They're mm -hmm. enjoying their life. They're absolutely happy with what they're doing. Sunshine, so, yeah. exactly. So you might expect a quote, like a simple quote, mm -hmm. for two, three weeks, and you might need to 
get back to people like several times to say oh <clears throat> do you know i'm still waiting like i'm looking to spend like i don't know oh yeah thirty thousand euros with you but i'm kind of still waiting for a simple quote <laughs> so that's kind of stressful thing so if you're still in love with Provence, uh, get someone to help you with the planning there because otherwise it's just going to be too complicated perfect besides the fact that people just don't even speak english there yeah um one of the main thing about yeah and you some, have, some French people, yeah. And you have to be very patient when you plan your events uh, really outside of Paris because people people are not in a rush. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's a minimum to say. They're not in a rush. It's yeah. a kind way to say, guys, get busy, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you are kind of, if you have an event to plan in six months' time, for instance, right. uh, select Paris. Okay, yeah. So... What is the what is the main thing that you would recommend as a wedding planner, as a, as a specialist, as a professional, if a bride or a bride and groom wants to have their celebration in Paris? Well, first of all, you have to decide on the approximate season, and you have to decide on like general things like your approximate guest number your the vibe of your event the style of your event do you want it to be a black tie event do you want it to be a laid-back celebration do you want it to be modern do you want it to be classical do you want it to be um like luxurious or do you want it to be like more um, casual mm-hmm. you also have to have a like a approximate idea of your budget even even though this can be changed, changed modified, modified. <laughs> yes exactly um, and also you have to have an like approximate idea of what is the ceremony you want to create do you want to have like a symbolic ceremony and just like intimate vows exchange do you want to have a religious ceremony in a church or in a, any any other like religious um, establishment mm-hmm. um, it's very important to know that it's pretty much impossible to get legally married in France. It's very complicated. You have to be resident for at least 30 days Yeah, in there's France. plenty of... You were you were telling me about... I know a little bit about this because uh, I, I, I perform only symbolic ceremonies, but uh, you were telling me a lot of the administration stuff that I didn't know about. Yes, exactly. Basically, if you are lucky and one of your parents live in France and have a property in France, you have a chance to get married in the area where your parents reside. Uh, But nevertheless, it's very complicated. There are loads of paperwork to submit and it actually doesn't really make any sense because like uh, like, like official religious ceremonies last at least around 15 minutes. Basically, you hear the list of laws you're kind of supposed to respect. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not like really fun. It's not really personalized. So I don't think it really makes sense to to, to, to get bothered with having like um, an official legal ceremony, even if you have parents here. Mm -hmm. for most um, international couples, either I plan uh, symbolic ceremonies, which could be performed either by a professional like mm-hmm. you or by a close friend or a family member, or it could be like a religious ceremony in the church. For all the religious ceremonies that are um, to be celebrated in France, what you need to know is that you have to be legally married beforehand. No religious establishment, no religious place mm. in France will accept uh, to celebrate your ceremony unless you are legally married because French law says that you kind of like this, the, the, the country, the state goes first before right. the religion. Yeah. So yes, before you start planning your ceremony in the church or any other religious 
establishment, mm-hmm. uh, you will have to provide them with the paperwork that right. confirms that you are legally married in your home country. Okay, so you can actually you can deal with that. Yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are several beautiful churches that accept celebrating uh, weddings for like in English. Mm-hmm. There's like some extra planning to do. There's some paperwork to to do with the church. Probably some priest will ask you to have some WhatsApp or Skype calls with them so that you can explain them your motivation, Mm -hmm. why you want to get married in France, why you want to get married in this church, why do you want to have a religious ceremony, why it is important to you. So all these regular, like quite standard procedures uh, that is aiming to verify your motivation. So you can expect to do that. Um, but yes, there are several very beautiful churches in Paris that can celebrate your religious ceremony. Right. So the, the thing I was I was seeing with uh, a lot of couples is that they are booking their symbolic ceremony mm-hmm. um, directly with the officiant yes. or with the, through the wedding planner. And what they do is, if they're a Catholic, for example, or a Jewish or any any uh, cult, what they're doing is that they are including in their symbolic ceremony some uh, Bible readings or holy holy Quran yes. or anything that is related to what they what they want. And if they are not going to the church, the officiant have the possibility to include anything that they want. Yes, and this is a great idea. This is a super perfect solution for like very intimate and uh, smaller events in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, if you organize an event in a church or like in a religious place it means that the the fact itself being in a church is important to you if it's not really the case but you still want to include some religious readings or some texts which mm-hmm. are important to you that could definitely be done with uh, your celebrant or with a friend of yours uh, whichever whether with the whatever is the option you prefer yeah a lot of <laughs> A, a lot of people are doing this, uh, like they're asking their friends to run the ceremony. I think it's beautiful. Did you it's did you have a lot? It's very beautiful because people know you personally, like they know the bride and groom personally, they know you as a couple as well. So this is very good idea if the friend of yours is a good public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind if of important. Yeah. If that's a person who is shy, who doesn't really know how to write or if the person is just not feeling comfortable with that i think it's better to use like a professional celebrant services because this is their profession this is their job they have all the necessary equipment they know how to use microphone Mm -hmm. they are coming with all the necessary support depending on what you prefer they can also personalize to a maximum extent your ceremony including all the possible readings you might want all the poems you might appreciate um, so both options are good. Uh, they're just nuances to be mm-hmm. taken into consideration. I agree with you. And actually, it's fun because a lot of couple uh, I've been working with, they were contacting me. And uh, during the exchange, at some point, they were asking me if they really needed a wedding planner. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, you do. <laughs> uh, because people don't realize that, yeah, it, it's also a job. I mean, we're not doing self-promotion here. It's just uh, telling the realities of wedding and an event involves a lot of people, mm-hmm. involves a lot of situations, sometimes a lot of stress. So I always recommend to uh, to my couples to at least have a one-day planning something, you know? Yeah. You don't have to go through the whole 
thing, but、uh, I think it's very important. What do you think about that? It's actually very funny because quite often I do have couples that contact me saying, "Oh, you know, we've tried to do it on our own, but we just, <laughs> we just, we just, we just too tired of that. Just、the、please classic, help us." Of course. So yeah, I understand that that you wanna、um, try things on your own. This is your wedding. This is like a crazy event. This is the biggest party of your life, perhaps. So I think it's、uh, like it, it's normal. You wanna try to do it on your own. Uh, but it's not because you have a planner that planner gonna do the whole job for you.、Uh, you will still、Absolutely. be participating. You will be doing your choices.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the、um, getting involved.、Yeah. Exactly. The advantage of、uh, having a planner is just you don't have all the stress because the planner has all the stress for you. <laughs> you, you don't have、yeah. a headache of.、Um, Verifying and testing the professionals, you don't have to verify the contracts of your vendors because they have already been verified by your planner. You don't have to be worried about if the price、uh, that you've been proposed is adequate or not because your planner has already did it for you.、Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I think、um, if you are looking for a good guest experience, if you are looking to、uh, to have a coherent event, and especially when you plan your events abroad. Like the cultural traditions are not the same.、Uh, dinner in France, ha- like wedding dinner in France, has nothing to do with wedding dinner in the United States. So if you need someone to explain you these differences or warn you, at least warn you about them, and to to manage these things according to your wishes and to your criteria and to your to, to what you want your day to be looking like. I think it's essential to have someone to help you with that.、Uh, it doesn't mean that you will not have a chance to choose your venue because、yeah. you'll have a selection of venues. Like we do not、uh, normally impose you to go to that particular place. Right. You always have a selection of different spots. You always have a selection of different、uh, photographers, videographers. So you still participate. You still choose. You、things. still have decision. Exactly. You are, you are the boss. This is your wedding, after all. So that's you who tell us what shall we do. Uh, but、Good. at least you have this peace in mind. You know that the wedding you are planning will be executed to like Properly. perfect, ex- perfect、um, extent. Yeah, no, I I, I agree a hundred percent with that. It's it, I think it's better to to invest time and 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 money and in a wedding planning rather than doing it yourself, having a big 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 headache on on the day because yeah, I've seen that I've seen this happening. Yeah, exactly. What I hear quite often from vendors、uh, that vendors do. Love working with planners because if there is an issue and there's always an issue at any wedding,、mm-hmm. like regardless the budget, regardless the guest number, there's always something、uh, that needs to be managed, and you don't want to do that on your wedding day. On、Absolutely、your wedding day,、not. you want to take photos, drink champagne, party, dance,、uh, kiss your bride or your groom, celebrate.、Mm-hmm. You don't want to deal with oh my goodness, so what are we doing? Because I don't know, there's it's too windy and the the glasses are just、uh, falling from the table because you have like a Uh, and events outdoors. Yeah,、uh, you don't want to deal with the I don't know with the band that is running late. You、uh-huh. don't want to deal with all these little quacks and errors and I don't know. This looks like real life experience. What yes, you're saying? Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you always have a yeah, not a problem, but I mean you're here to solve the problem and you're doing、exactly. it well. But you always have some unexpected things. The, exactly,、mm. and, and this and this is actually you you plan you you pay a wedding planner because we manage things that cannot be anticipated,、mm-hmm. uh, that cannot、um, that cannot. 
not be managed in a, in advance because yeah. they this arrive. is a live live yeah, event exactly. yeah exactly um so yes if you want to have this peace in mind and if you don't want to have white nights sleepless nights <laughs> thinking oh my goodness did i forget something did i forget about food yeah, this, is, this and that. is the amount of the food is adequate is the amount of the alcohol i have is adequate yeah um if you don't want to think about all these kind of things just get a planner and let the person think for you <laughs> yeah no, i i agree agree 100 that's very uh very very interesting the, um what you were saying about the the catering part uh yes. beforehand i find it very interesting because there's a lot of traditions uh we're always talking about the united states but france is very special and they're in a good way in a bad way sometimes but yeah according to the hospitality thing mm -hmm. uh, yes. l'art de recevoir that you were telling me my god yes. yeah i feel that like, <laughs> you're, you're more french than me you know <laughs> uh i think this is something that we're we're born with uh, exactly. as french nationals so it's natural for you yeah and it's, it's not for other people it's exactly it's kind of innate for us and uh And then when we move abroad, when we have the the, the, the luck to, to travel all around mm. the world, we realize we're like, oh my God, we're not complaining or telling that we are the best or whatever it is, but we see a, a big difference. And uh, where are you from? By, uh, I'm from actually. Latvia. I'm originally from Latvia. It's Latvia. like a small country in the Baltic states mm -hmm. between Finland and Russia. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I did my degree, like bachelor's degree in the United Kingdom, and it's been like seven years now I'm in Paris. Okay. So yes, French people are super proud of their art de recevoir, of their <laughs> Beautiful. catering services, of their mm -hmm. gastronomy. Uh, it's not just the food that the catering will sell you, they will sell you the whole experience. They just normally do not really understand when you want to change something in this experience. Mm -hmm. For instance, <laughs> a, a typical wedding dinner in France can last around two, even three hours. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of more one hour dinner yeah. in the United States, for instance. Uh, because when people get seated at a wedding dinner in France, you've got the waiters who will be walking around them slowly, pouring them wines mm -hmm. and waters. And this is, a whole, this is a part of the ritual. So if you know about it in advance, it's good because you, either you accept it and you accept this French experience, which I think is a good thing because if you travel the, the ocean, if you travel the world to get here, to celebrate here, it's good to give your guests the whole experience. I'm not sure if it makes sense to export your, like, your event <laughs> from your home country to, to, to Paris. Yeah. In that case, you will just basically, you only, you'll only ch change the decor, but the celebration itself will be very American or very English or very Chinese or African. Mm -hmm. I think it makes sense to let yourself and let your guests experience this French de vivre, <laughs> uh, which they are so proud of. Um, yeah, so yeah, true. expect a longer dinner. I think it's not bad as well because like you have a feeling that you are in a luxurious like Michelin starred restaurant mm -hmm. for your for your wedding reception, which is an amazing feeling. It's it gives this extra sophistication, it gives a touch true. of luxury, even though yes. it could be like a simple dinner, it gives a touch of luxury which could be very appreciated by your guests. You would probably have a starter 
a main course a cheese <laughs> the <laughs> you cheese have oh to my try god french cheese it's so good <laughs> <laughs> this is something yeah. that a lot of people are talking about when they're when they're coming here as well yeah the cheese and the, the and pastries wine. and yeah. obviously but there's more the french wine. than cheese and red wine like yeah. it's just so french it's a quintessence of quintessential yeah it uh, is product of it is yeah 100 percent. and and it's it's very funny because i, I have a background of uh, hospitality i've yes. been working uh, when i was when i was younger and the thing that you're learning in this craft is all about taking care of the people and exactly. uh, i mean people are serving you foods if you're a waiter uh, you could you could say well a waiter or a maitre d is just here to bring me my food but we have this extra thing uh the, the, a little extra about exactly. taking care of the people and make sure that everything goes well yeah. Uh, I think that's the whole experience. Brings a lot, yeah. yeah. That's just not that's not just the food. That's the whole experience. For instance, uh, in France, people are very serious about the way you serve. Obviously, you will serve the bride and the groom first, and the mm -hmm. the, 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 the the main table would be served first. But all the tables will be served in a pretty much the same, like one after another. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not polite if, for instance, four people at the table are served and there are four other waiting. It's not polite to start eating unless everyone is served. Exactly. And and it, like it's it's like French people are very sensitive to these kind of things. <laughs> um, so yeah, these are good manners uh, which are natural in France because well they 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 are born like that. They they live the whole life like that. Uh, but those are like little details and little touches which are nice to experience when you're coming from a different culture from a different i agree and that's that's exactly what i was about to say about you i mean you you live now uh, in france in paris you're parisian but the good thing about hearing you talking about it is you come from another country and you have this different different cultural thing even if you're here for a lot since mm -hmm. a long time and i think it's good that uh, you keep maintaining this because you are maintaining what French people are forgetting about. Our yeah, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, I, like, I really love this way of uh, dining. I really love this way of experience. Mm -hmm. I think it's very sophisticated. It allows you to stop and take a pause and yeah. enjoy your meal, actually. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the meal, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the champagne, enjoy mm -hmm. the wine. Yeah. Um, it's a more laid back experience from one side, but from another side, it's like a luxurious, it's luxur luxurious laid back experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would describe yeah, it in this yeah, way. Yeah. No, people, people appreciate it. I, I, we're taking, we were taking a lot, a lot of care about all the guests and everything. and. Yeah, the example that you were talking about, like, oh, oh my God, the, this table is not served. Like, what's going on? Yeah, talk, talk with the kitchen. Why is this happening? And it, this can cause some trouble sometimes with some people who are not used to it. Like, oh my God, he's getting upset at, at his staff and everything. But people confusing it, they don't realize that the maitre d' or the manager or, or, or the wedding planner is actually taking care of its clients you know yeah 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 it's just um it's you just can see crazy things sometimes it's just a different <laughs> way of service yes they yeah. do have their procedures uh you, that could be modified uh, like i do have couples that ask me uh to like to um, shorten the the dinner and to mm -hmm. make it more dynamic it definitely could be done especially if you have uh contracts that are imposed to you by the venue say for instance if you get married in a hotel you kind of have to like most of the time you have to finish your party at around one o'clock in the mm -hmm. in the morning so if you eternalize your dinner it will mean that you'll probably have two hours only to to dance to dance um so everything could be done 
but it's good to make decisions based on the information, like informative decisions. Right. Uh, because that would give you a chance to analyze all the pros and cons, to ask yourself, actually, what are you looking for? What do you want your wedding day and your wedding, uh, wedding dinner to look and feel like? Mm -hmm. um, so everything is possible. Everything is doable. You just need to understand that it could be done in different ways. But you are the the, the king and the queen of your party. Like we, 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 we will adapt and we will do it in the way you want it to be. Because the most important thing for us is to make you happy on your wedding day. Wow, that sounded so, so, so good that I think we can wrap up with this for this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, for coming with me today and, uh, and joining our, our guest. I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about what you can offer to our uh, guests. Do yes. you want to say it? Yes, of course. <laughs> So for all the people listening to this podcast, I'm very excited to offer you a side event planning for free if you book a, a main like a, a wedding planning uh, offer with me. Mm -hmm. So basically, I offer you either welcome reception planning or next day brunch event, which is worth uh, 1,000 euro. Okay, wow. I offer Amazing. that for you for free if you book um, the main event planning with me. Okay, so that the people will have to uh, contact you through your website? Yes, you just go to sospecialevents.com uh, and you go to the contact uh, page and you drop me an email and I'll be back in touch with you within 24 hours. Perfect. Just mention that you uh, listened to this offer on the French Wedding Podcast to get this offer and that will wrap up for today. Katharina, thank you so much for thank coming Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.